Welcome to a new calendar year, teacher friends. Can I let you in on a little secret about something that I stopped doing a few years ago? I stopped doing New Year's resolutions. I stopped setting myself up for potential fear and frustration and failure with something so monumental like a resolution. And instead, I started looking at goals and habits differently. And I have to tell you, my years have been going so much better since I ditched the resolution thing. Now, even if you have already set a resolution and you're feeling good about that for 2023, I think you are still going to love this episode because what we're going to tackle are two teacher habits that I think will transform you personally and professionally. And what's great about it is they are super easy to implement as well. If you are looking for something to get you headed in the right direction, if you are looking to create some momentum very early in this year, then you are in the right place. Teachers, I think 2023 can be our best year yet. That's not toxic positivity. That's not deliberate optimism. That's truth. And I think we can have our best year yet personally and professionally when we do small things that make a big impact. So I'm so excited to share these new two teacher habits with you. Let's get rolling. There is awesome in every single school day. So here is the big question. How can teachers like us who love our job, love our students, and love being a part of education, celebrate awesome even more in our classrooms and learning communities? Where can we find teaching tips and tricks? Where can we find engaging stories and motivational strategies? That is the question, and this weekly podcast is your answer. So welcome to all my teacher friends. My name is Monica Genta, and I am so excited that you are here listening to this podcast, This Teacher Life. Now, if you know me from this podcast or doing PD together or even following me on social media, you know that I am big into goals and I'm definitely big into habits. In fact, last year, exactly one year ago today, I released an episode about four teacher habits that will bring your teacher game to whole new levels. And what's interesting is those four teacher habits are still a part of my life. If you haven't listened to that episode and you dig this one, oh my gosh, by the end of it, you could have six teacher habits. But I want to unpack two new ones, two that I am actively doing more often um, this year and that I want to continue doing to just bring my personal and professional life to a great place so I can be an awesome teacher for my students. And the first one that I want to talk about is what I call a positive pairing. Because the reality is, as teachers, we don't love everything that we do. 
We don't love every single aspect of education. And newsflash, that's okay. You don't have to love every single part of being a teacher. Maybe you don't like calling parents. Maybe you don't like creating a newsletter. Maybe you don't like grading. That's fine. That is totally okay. That's just being a human and that's realistic. Personally, we don't like everything that we have to do either. Some of us hate cleaning our house. Some of us really dislike unloading the dishwasher. Some of us don't like working out even though we know it's good for us. So for the first habit, I want you to think of something that you dislike. Something that you are like, oh, I dread it. I procrastinate on that. That puts me in a bad mood. I sometimes just avoid that altogether. For you, for 2023, what is something that you know about yourself that you dislike and that you avoid? And maybe it puts you in a bad mood, either personally or professionally. I want to give you an example of one for me. It's a constant struggle. It's been a struggle my whole life. I dislike working out so much. I realize that, you know, I bike almost every single week. I run almost every single week. I hike almost every single week. It's not because I like that. It's like my least favorite activity. But I do it because I know I need to do it. I do it because I know it's good for me. And so I can't just avoid working out just like you can't avoid mowing the grass and you can't just avoid never shoveling your driveway. You can't avoid most things. But what we can do is create a positive pairing. What I mean by that is let me take my example of working out. I don't like to work out especially in the wintertime. It is cold outside. It is nasty windy outside. I hate being cold. So me living in rural Illinois, winters are brutal for me. I like working out more when I can work out outside. I'm kind of stuck inside now. So what do I do? I create a positive pairing. There is a lot of great TV because I love TV. Fun fact, I love TV. There are so many shows that I enjoy watching on the Hula, on the Netflix, on the Paramount Plus. I mean, I'm embarrassed to admit how many things that I subscribe to for television programming. But I can't just be sitting around watching TV all the time. It's a leisure activity and I do it uh, most nights. but, But how can I take something that I dislike? like working out, and something that I very much enjoy, like TV, and how can I create a positive pairing? How can I, as they would say, kill two birds with one stone? I don't like that figure of speech, but how can I crush it in two areas of my life? Well, with a positive pairing, you take something that you dislike very much and something that you love very much, and you say, hey, you know what? I'm going to do these at the same time to make it a little bit more tolerable. So that's a habit that I've created. And I'm doing it right now. For example, Survivor is a show that I used to watch when I was a kid and I've kind of gotten back into it recently, but I will not let myself watch Survivor unless I'm also working out. That is the positive pairing. Monica, go put your treadmill on an incline of 10 and hike on that treadmill while you watch Survivor. Monica, get on that Peloton bike 
and you are allowed to watch TV. Like you're allowed to watch The Amazing Race. You're allowed to watch some binge-worthy episode of something on the Netflix as long as you are biking. That positive pairing is a great motivational tool. So what could that establishment of a habit look like for you? What is the thing that you dislike doing? Is it maybe grading? Because if it's grading, if that's not your jam, I don't mind it. But I know a lot of teachers dislike it. If it's grading, what about this? Here's an idea. What if you stopped grading at school and you brought your papers home? But while you were grading them at home, you also lit your favorite candle, got out your favorite beverage. That could be a, an iced coffee. That could be a Gatorade. That could be a little Merlot, Okay. But what if you made that pairing because you like the candles, you like the wine, you like being home in your jammies, and so you are creating a positive pairing. I don't like grading, but I do like these things. What if it was something, another teacher idea, what if it was like unit long planning? What if you're like, oh, I hate planning a scope and sequence. I hate planning long term. What if you created a positive pairing and you said, all right, but I do like hanging out with my BFF. I do like hanging out with my teacher pals. So what if instead of doing this by myself, we got a bunch of snacks and we all hung out on one Saturday and we did batch planning or group planning together in our comfy yogi pants with a little bit of a snick snack, okay? Go get you some pretzels, some popcorn, some M&Ms, okay? Get those caramel M&Ms, those are good. And then what if you paired, positive paired? I don't like planning, but I do like my pals. When we put two things together like that, it creates a dynamic that is going to actually help us and propel us forward it is a habit that we have to do that we have to think about it is one of the most important things that I have started doing I did a lot of it in 2022 and I'm looking forward to finding more areas in my life where I can do this so I want you to think of one personally and I want you to think of one professionally but I'm going to give you a little homework right here right now Because I know a lot of you listen to this on a drive. A lot of you listen to this maybe while you are walking the dog or maybe food prepping. I want you to get those answers. What are you going to positive pair personally and professionally? And then I want you to send me a message. I'm serious. I want you to send me a message on Instagram, on Twitter, via email, via Facebook Messenger. And I want to know what those are. And this is going to serve two purposes. One, it's going to hold you accountable to actually reflect on them. And it's also going to hold me accountable. Because when we let other people know about our shit, okay? When we let other people know about our struggles, we can support each other in that process. So you can, you can lead the conversation. You can lead the direct message or the email like this. Hey, Monica, hope you've gotten your treadmill time in. What show did you watch? Here's the positive pairing that I am doing. I don't do that to throw myself under the bus or to put all this pressure on you. I do it because life is better 
and life will continue to be better in 2023 when we're doing it with each other. And why not do it together with a fellow teacher? We're going to get into the second habit that I want to share with you in a second. But while we're on this topic of goals and self-improvement and making our life better, I want to share with you a book that I wrote a few years ago that is actually not specifically targeting education. The book is called 365 Days of Awesome. It is a book that is packed with 365 small but significant things that we can celebrate every single day. It is not a journal. It is a journey for you to reflect and for you to think about how you can find those little moments of awesome that have the power to change everything. This again is great for our personal life, but that can actually bleed over in a good way to our professional life because we know when we are better humans, we are better teachers, we are better friends, we are better family members. 365 Days of Awesome is one of those really cool projects that I created because I am passionate about each of us living our best possible life. You can get a copy of 365 Days of Awesome at monicagenta.com slash books. That's monicagenta.com forward slash books. 365 Days of Awesome could be the thing that makes your 2023 truly awesome. Check out monicagenta.com slash books or there is a direct link in the show notes. The second teacher habit that I want to share with you is what I refer to as a health hack. But when I talk about health, I don't just mean like exercise or food. I think we really as teachers understand the benefit of mental health and physical health and spiritual health. But I know sometimes when we think about health, we have this mentality of giving something up or getting rid of something. And I think we don't have to live in that black and white mentality. There can be some gray area. And I want you to know with full transparency that gray area is something that I do struggle with. I am definitely a feast or famine kind of person, but it is a habit that I am trying to break. And one of the greatest things that has helped me are these health hacks. So let me give you just a real raw example. I love pizza so much. Like it is absolutely my favorite food. I would choose to eat it for breakfast, lunch, dinner, cold, hot, thin crust, thick crust, all the toppings, plain cheese. It literally does not matter. I have zero self-control when it comes to pizza. Like if there was a large pizza in front of me, mm, this is a lot. This is hard to say, but full full disclosure, um, I would eat the whole large pizza myself. I could totally do that, all right? And I would feel terrible about it later, but in the moment, I'd be in it. So this past year when I was training for uh, my half marathon, I knew that I did need to take a little bit of weight off because, well, if you have less pounds on your body, it's just, it's easier to run. And so... 
normally I would think, okay, you got to cut out pizza then, Monica. You cannot eat pizza. Do not eat pizza. It's that feast or famine mentality. But I decided to approach this from a health hack standpoint. Monica, don't give something up. Trade it in for something different. And I, I, I want to pause on that. I think oftentimes when we are trying to hack our lives, we say we have to give it up. I want to encourage you to stop that mentality. If we love something, if we are passionate about something, if we are into something, we don't have to give things up. We just have to trade it in for a slightly different, maybe even better version. So what did I do? I said, I'm going to still eat pizza. But rather than doing it from the Domino's or, good Lord, the Casey's General Store, God, that pizza's good. What I was going to do is if I wanted to eat pizza, I gave myself permission to do so, but I was just going to make it at home. And I sort of accidentally found the best pizza hack ever. And we're going to go on a little tangent because I want to share this with you. So I found these really good, really good low-carb tortillas from the Aldi. And they're delicious. They're high protein, low carb from the Aldi. They're these tortillas. And I thought, oh, this would be a really good like pizza base. And I tried to put it in the air fryer and it went okay. And then one time I was heating up the tortilla and I kind of lost track of time. And I had accidentally hit a minute. And I put that sucker in the microwave for a minute. And when I took it out, it had gotten really hard. So I thought, oh, that's kind of interesting. And I bit into it thinking it was a waste. And I was like, oh, that's kind of crispy. That's like one of them thin and crispy crusts. So then I put it into the microwave for another minute. I flipped it onto the other side and I got the other side crispy. And I had like a Frisbee tortilla that was hard as shit. But I'm like, this is a thin crust pizza. And so then I put all of the toppings on and I melted it. And it became the most beautiful little personal pan crispy pizza for like 25% of the calories that a slice of like Domino's pizza would have. I didn't give up pizza. I still eat pizza. I just traded it in for a better, healthier version for me. So let's take this and apply this to maybe your teacher life. If you are somebody who's like, I have to stop doing that. I have to get rid of that. No, you don't. How can you trade it in? For example, if you are one of those people who just loves like a thematic unit, right? Like you really love a thematic unit or like some sort of like classroom transformation or some sort of like interdisciplinary unit. Those are so time consuming. They're super fun, but they're so time consuming. And sometimes we get teacher tired. So it'd be easy to say, I'm not going to do an interdisciplinary unit for third or fourth quarter. I am not going to do a thematic Or classroom transformation for second semester. You say, I'm going to get rid of it. Well, what if you didn't give up on that? And what if you said, I'm going to trade it in for a slightly different version? Instead of going all out on it, I'm going to make it fun. I'm just going to cut back on some of the details. I think sometimes when we are tired or sometimes when we are frustrated or sometimes when we are over something, we just get rid of it. You don't have to do that. We don't have to do that. There truly is something called healthy life balance. 
Maybe for you, you can't relate to the the um, the pizza thing. But maybe if we're being honest, you're one of them like online shoppers. Are you an online shopper? Do you get on the Amazon a lot? Do you love maybe like uh, a more high-end shoe or bag than maybe what our teacher budget allows? No judgment, none at all. But let's just take the example of shoes. If you are a shoe person or a bag person, could you find a really cute similar shoe or a really cute similar bag? And instead of buying the luxury high-end one that maybe isn't good for our budget, kind of like a whole pizza isn't good for my waistline. And could you find a nice shoe and a nice bag that has the same characteristics, the same qualities, but is going to be less expensive? Could you do that? The answer is yes. Going back to a teacher life, maybe you have a habit of saying yes to every single committee. Every single committee. You are on the climate and culture committee. You're on the crockpot committee. You're on the discipline committee. You are on the, the every, oh God, there's so many effing committees in these schools, right? You're on, but you're on all of them. What happens sometimes is we get burnt out. And so then the next year, we're like, I'm not going to be on a single committee this year. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What if you said, instead of being on five committees, I'm going to be on two. Instead of being on three committees, I'm going to be on one. You don't have to give everything up. Sometimes we just have to trade it in for a more reasonable solution. Guys, these teacher habits will totally transform you personally and professionally. The big question is, is what are those things for you? What is the positive pairing that you need to create? What is the health hack that you need to create? Whether it's a mental health, a physical health, a spiritual health, what is that for you? That's just not a reflection question for you to be like, oh yeah, what is that for me? I really want you to have an answer. And like I said earlier in the episode, if you want an accountability partner, if you want transparency, that's the thing about this Teacher Life podcast, you get full transparency. You know about my unhealthy relationship with pizza. You know about my unhealthy relationship with working out. You know about my unhealthy relationship with with sometimes school stuff. Let's be, let's be honest, I do not have a 100% free and clear, perfect, teacher life not at all I cried on the telephone today with a parent I did I cried on the telephone with a parent it started because uh I was kind of trying to stay calm with the parent and then eventually I told the parent that something that they had said hurt my feelings I I, like I can't even believe I said that to a parent I literally said What you said earlier in this conversation really hurt my heart. I understand why you said it in the moment, but I do need you to know that that is not who I am as a teacher. And I think we both know that. And then guess what happened? The parent apologized. So if you need a positive pairing on phone calls because you're like, see, Monica, that that is exactly why I don't call parents because they freak out. Well, maybe you need a positive pairing with that phone call. See, here's the thing. We are imperfect humans living imperfect lives. But I think we can live perfectly imperfect lives when we do small strategic things to help us be successful. And I am 100% confident if you implement these two teacher habits, they will transform you personally and professionally. 
I don't want you to forget about checking out 365 Days of Awesome. It's one page per day for the whole year that will get you thinking, that will get you reflecting, that will get you celebrating those little moments of awesome. You can check out monicajensa.com slash books to do so. And I cannot wait to hear from you guys in direct messages and emails so we can reflect on this episode together. Guys, welcome to 2023. I am so excited to do life with you this year, and I am so excited that you are living this teacher life.